Hey, yo, Ariana Grande, what's up, mama? I come to Coney Island, take a spin on a cyclone. I miss you. Everybody, everybody, I come here for everybody. Kill everybody. I'm the champ, I'm the kick it, everybody. Ah! Bing bang. He had too many shots. My friend has $62 for one and a half grand on Bateman first tug. It's right there. For the taking. <laughs> it's right there still. Javon Holland, like, man, almost sacked your boy. So close. He almost, well, he decapitated uh, Devin Duvernay. Did you yeah, see that? Man, like the first man's, play? Man's a hitter, bro. Yeah, on the 30th ranked pass defense in the league. Hey, he's a rookie. He can, you can only ask for so much. <laughs> Oh, Jay Tuck, he's running it up for the fantasy team right now. We need him to drain this. Made an incredibly questionable trade with Drew this week. Oh, he missed it. He missed the kick. Uh Uh-oh. I saw that trade. I think think it'll work out for you. You think it's going to work out for me? Yeah. Like, Chubb. I mean, Tim, you have a 5% chance of making the playoffs. So. Yeah, no, that's what I was – That's what I was. I wanted him to pay me originally, and then he said he wouldn't. So, and oh, I was like, I'll just, I'll just I was thinking I'll about it. You probably you, – you definitely benefited more than he did. Like, he needed a running back, but you needed, like, just points. Well, like, yeah, I just need bodies. I just need people who, yeah. like, consistently yeah. score. <laughs> like, Thielen's good for your, for your wide receiver core. And, I mean, Damian Harris – they have like eight running backs, so it's like he's bound to get yeah. a touchdown like every once in a while. Yeah, I'm still one week away from my final form of Lamar, DK, Saquon, <laughs> CMC, and George Kittle. Thank you, thank <laughs> you for that, Tim. Just dropping him for some reason. I didn't realize. I, I thought he was out for the year. <laughs> that, that's 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 the story behind it. I. I was too lazy to go check his injury, like how long he would be out. You just so saw like, IR for like four weeks. You're like, get him out of here. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I was, I didn't know when he'd come back. So I was like. Well, yeah. what I did was I just, uh, I went to like on my laptop, you can look up players and I just scrolled mm-hmm. over to like owned in like a certain percentage of leagues. And I'm like, who's the most owned player? And I was like, Greg Kittle. And I was like, why is he not owned by us? <laughs> I'll just claim him and see what happens. And then I had like, because I had like Dalton Schultz or Dan Schultz, who was like a top five fantasy tight end. Yeah, he's ranked six right now. And I'm like, well, Kittle put up 20 last week in his return. So he gets the start over you, dude. Sorry. The only reason why I didn't start Kittle last week was they said he was on like a pitch count. Like an actual, like, yeah, he was only going to be in for a certain amount of plays. He played like the whole game. I was like, so what was the plan there, guys? I guess yeah. they thought they were going to destroy the Cardinals. We can start with last week in football. Wild week it was. Um, what What do you guys want to start with? I know one game that jumped out to me was uh, Bills-Jags. Oh, man. Josh Allen. Bad game. Josh Allen. Josh Good Allen. Game. Awesome game. Oh, like, maybe hey, the best too. <laughs> <laughs> You have the bad Josh Allen. <laughs> I he just it, it, I don't know. He's... Why is also, yes. I can't believe? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like in that game, it kind of just showed how I was reading reports where they were talking about where it's like 
yeah, the Bills' offense was clicking kind of, as in, like, they're scoring points. But a lot of that was just based on, like, defensive field position that they were placed in. It's like, yeah, you're going to score when you get the ball in the 50. Or, like, you're going to score when you get the ball so far up in, in enemy territory. But they just kind of showed it's like the I offense isn't really there. They don't really have a run game. Like, Diggs yeah, isn't as good as he was yeah. last year. Like, there's holes there. There's definitely holes for the, for the Bills. Like, they, they, the AFC they, is wide open. They need a good run game, I think, too. Like, I think they're one of those teams that kind of needs to have a good run game. And Josh Allen isn't like Lamar, where it's like Lamar is the run game, where it's like Josh Allen can run, but Josh Allen isn't the run game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to have a good running back there with him. Mm Because you always will have that threat of Josh Allen to run, but he's not like where Lamar is like, yeah, his number one option could be run or pass. It's like Josh Allen is going to throw the ball more Mm -hmm. often than run the ball. More Um, rushing yards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to what else what else happened oh Cowboys got obliterated in Jerry's world that was weird lots of orange that in that is, stadium too is Dak okay like is there a bigger issue to Dak than because he looked terrible they didn't score on their first eight possessions in that game they also were like 0 for 3 on like fourth downs too like not even close like their fourth down calls were terrible too I don't know what that that game was weird. I think I I'm yeah, gonna shock it up as a fluke. Can't expect good coaching. Decisions. You think it was a, a just a fluke game? Like there's a weird. I think so I mean, they're, I think they have a get they have a perfect get right game this weekend against the Falcons. Yeah, that's true. I think they do. I think they cover the spread in that game as well. Um, what do we like let's see? Stodd, your boy uh, Herbert has a. The shoddy Minnesota secondary this weekend. <laughs> I think that game's going to be a shootout. I'm parlaying the over in Chargers money line. Well, there's still. I want to talk about more about last week. Like we had some crazy game. Like the Giants beat the the Raiders. Like who was thinking that was going to happen? Like Derek Carr looked terrible in that game. They also yeah. don't know how to run the ball. Every time they run it for like 15 yards, it's always a flag. I think it's just because I have. Josh Jacobs, I know that because I just – I'll watch the game on my laptop and I'm like, oh, Josh Jacobs, 20 yards, that's nice. And then it's like, oh, holding. I'm like, perfect, bring it back. Um, Stodd, do you want to talk about – you want to talk about Herbie? They took on uh, the fighting Jalen Hurts at I mean, Philadelphia. Yeah, it was it was another, like, get right game, really. It was like if they if he didn't have a good game against them, then I was going to start to be concerned because that, that Eagles secondary was garbo. And now it's like apparently like five out of the eight games so far, uh, the opposing quarterbacks have completed over 80% of their passes against them. So, yeah. And apparently that didn't happen like five times before, like through the 1970s until now for the Eagles. So I don't know what that means for them, but they're apparently pretty trash. So speaking on the Eagles, like they have so many guys that I look at their team and I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. I have no idea. They're pulling shots. They're pulling Jordan Howard's old bones back from like 2017. He got like 17 touches in this game. Like, what do we, what is this team? They have like, are we, we're ready to say who'd they draft? They drafted Devontae last year they, or this year, but the year before they drafting. they took like, what was it, Rager? They Rager. took Jalen Rager. He's, yeah. just, he's, he's not very good. They have no running game. Like, Miles Sanders is not a running back. Like, sorry, he's not your Mando Sando. <laughs> he's not like, I mean, their D-line used to be good, but I don't know if it's very good now. And, obviously, their secondary is terrible. So, it's yeah, like, honestly, have... 
Jalen does so much for that team. Jalen does so much for that team. It's really underrated what he does. Yeah, they have to get right in this draft, though, because they they have the potential to have three top ten picks. Yeah, you can't miss. But I could also see – you could trade I wonder if they one want to, of those and use it, like, and then have – yeah. You could literally trade – you could literally – the thing is, you could trade one of those first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. Like, if yeah. you look you look to try and – And then like, they draft Derek Stingley, you know, start the rebuild. Yeah, you could literally go Derek Stingley and then – I don't – I don't Do know. Like an like is there – is there, I was going to say, like, is there – running back that's coming out that's a top 10 pick like kenneth walker but i don't think kenneth walker's projected top 10 i don't think i don't think there's not like there's not like the the top running back prospect out there but Uh, you could definitely they they have a lot of room to work with trade wise javon almost picked off your boy dang it (laughs) don't spoil it you're ahead of me slightly Uh but what was i gonna say oh i think this i mean i don't know who their their coach by name but it's his first year and you you're kind of, he's kind of been tied to uh, – oh, damn. He didn't almost pick him off. That, that was not almost pick. He grabbed, he grabbed Hollywood. <laughs> but he's like – like he was just been tied to Jalen Hurts. Like he didn't have a choice when you get – when he was like hired. They're like, you have to make Jalen Hurts work. So it's yeah, still an experiment the, right now. A lot of the mocks have him taking, that, taking the Liberty guy. Malik Willis? Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's good. Um, who I want to let's go let's go over to Browns Bengals because that was also something that wasn't very expected. Browns defeat the Bengals forty-one to sixteen, and Baker Mayfield has a day. Your number one rated PFF Pro Football Focus quarterback of the week. I mean, we knew I I knew this like Baker plays better without OBJ so weird to me i just don't understand it but it's like now it's there's like so many games with like just proof of it that we can't even argue it you can't you can't argue it like his whole first year once he got in he set the quarterback passing touchdown record no obj obj is there that one year very mid very okay season you have the whole second half of last year where we went on that like six and two run at the end of the year to make the playoffs and then win a playoff game without obj so you have you have everything there and one thing I'm tired of, I hate that Baker is, like, always on first take. I don't understand how every week we can just be like, is Baker Mayfield good? Is he is he great? Is he elite? Is he bad? Like, what – can we stop talking about Baker Mayfield for, like, one week? Like, I hate that we have to judge him on a week-by-week basis. Like, there's no other quarterback in the league where it's like – like, Joe Burrow played, like, trash last week. Like, he – yeah. They, obviously, they have no line, but that's what you get when you draft Jamar Chase. You don't draft an O-line, you take Jamar Chase, he gets hit a lot. So, but we're not saying like, is Joe Burrow bad? Like, also like Herbert had a couple down weeks. Like, obviously Herbert's down weeks are are okay still, but they weren't like, is her is Herbert regressing in these? Like, if if Baker has a bad week, it's like, is Baker shot? Like, is can the Browns win a championship? And it's like, maybe that's not what we should be looking at because if you look at it, the things that's going to win us a championship is not Baker Mayfield. It's going to be Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb, and that O line and that D line that has two All Pros on it. And that secondary, you played pretty good against the Bengals. That's going to win the championship. It's not going to be the pass game. It's it's old-fashioned football where they're going to run the ball. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski loves to do that. And if Baker Mayfield going off of that, Baker, if, if he can just Kevin, be Kirk Cousins Jr., that's perfect Kevin, for Stef- Kevin Stefanski, like, 
Yeah, because he'll make it really easy. It's, like, really easy rollouts. Like, especially if the run game's working, though. Like, I can't tell you how many times the Vikings run the, like, off-tackle play action where they have Kirk, like, rolling out, and it's, like, mm-hmm. receivers. It's, like, so easy. It's just, like, pick whichever one is open, basically. And, but the run game like, has to be working for that. It has. And, and we've signed four of our 5-0 linemen we – reach an extension with and the other one is our first round pick so the o-line is shirt up barring injuries there's always going to be injuries but the o-line should be there always and baker mayfield is you don't need a star like you have jarvis landry you don't need a star wide receiver you can go out and just draft a guy in like the third round and baker will probably make it work if you draft the right guy you know if you don't go draft a guy who's just obviously not very good like if you can go out and find a guy who's like, all right, yeah, he's had a good college career. He'll he it'll translate a little bit to the NFL. Like Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore is a prime example of this. What was he a third round pick for the Cardinals? And he comes out and just has multiple hundred yard weeks. Like you, they they can do that on the Browns if you just draft that like second to fourth round guy. I'm excited yeah. for the Browns. I think I think there's definitely there's definitely something cooking in Cleveland. But we go to the Patriots this week, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. And we have no running backs besides Darius Johnson, who has started one NFL game. That's true. And Joe Burrow and Sam Darnold are tied for the league leading interceptions, and no one talks about that. But I whatever. Yeah, it's Mahomes. A, it's a, yeah, is, Mahomes has got to be right there, right? Yeah. Well, Darnold's terrible. They had to sign Cam this week. Yeah, that's kind of I've though. given up on Sam Darnold. I, I thought if maybe he got out of New York, he'd be good, but he's just bad. He's Colin Coward's husky surfer boy from California. <laughs> Colin. Colin stinks. Let's Tim, talk about your thoughts on the – Tim, what about the Vikings game that you went through, man? Yeah, that was – that was. I mean, they Highs were – Highs and lows. Yeah, and I was kind of like, this is just going to be classic, like, they'll blow it. Like – I did say everyone was going to win. They're not going to blow the Ravens out. Like they're going to figure out a way to lose this. (laughs) My exact quote was like, Glenn was mad about the Ravens losing his parlay. And I'm like, we're in the second quarter. Calm down. The Vikings will be the Vikings. Like I've seen this story. I've seen this movie countless times. I know how this ends. Like I, I know how this ends. The Vikings or the Vikings will blow this game. The Ravens were going to win the game no matter what. And I was like, even when Lamar threw that, like, tipped pass interception in OT, I was like, there's still a chance that the Vikings can still just go three and out, which they did somehow. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, it's just to be expected at this point. Do we want to touch on uh, old Karen Rodgers and the Packers versus the Chiefs? Because I think the main story of that game wasn't even what was happening on the Not the game. the game. It wasn't even the game. That yeah, was, oh, I mean, sorry, the I was watching was the game. Terry, Terry, Wilson, Terry Wilson called a backwards pass and then, like, did four jukes and got zero yards. I was, I was just like, what is happening in this football game? Yeah, I don't know. Why are they starting Jacoby when two is healthy enough to play? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. Just two I don't think the Dolphins are going to get another first down, dude. This is brutal. Yeah. I don't – I shouldn't have started Jalen Waddle tonight. 
but he's bound to get like a slant for 60 yards. Like, I mean, that, that also that Rams Titans game was pretty good too. I didn't really watch much of it, but like I was following it on my stat tracker. It was about and the worst first they, half there was of like, Matthew Stafford's career, including his Lions seasons. Yeah, yeah he looked terrible. Like, I don't even I think he might just it. like not win MVP. Like I don't even think he should anymore. That game was so bad. Like you should not be in the conversation. No, I agree hundred percent. Hey, Bateman touchdown's still on the table, Stog. Yeah. And then now we got Air Raid Tanny in the in the Titans, man. I love a good yeah. Air Raid Tanny. Well, 47-year-old Adrian Peterson is back uh, back on the saddle, so that's always good to see. AD, baby. Dude, he actually, like, looks pretty good out there. Like, he didn't look slow, and he actually, like, looked, like without knowing, I'm like, oh, that guy's, like, mid-20s. He looked yeah, pretty good. Yeah, he's probably – Adrian Peterson is unreal. Like, bananas <laughs> athlete. He came back from a torn ACL and won, and won the, the MVP the next year. He came back for, like, in, like, seven or eight months. Like yeah, he came yeah. back, like, like one off season. <laughs> And then, yeah, he missed, like, three games, had surgery, and then came back before and was, like, ready to go by the end of training camp and preseason. Because I remember they were, like, we're not going to play him any preseason games just to be, like, safe. He, he's probably the best. He's definitely the best athlete that's ever come out of OU football, I would say. Even though I think Kyler, you know, I think Kyler's a super athlete. It's just you, you, you can't compare. Uh, a, 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 I remember AP's like rookie season where I was watching it with my dad. I was watching like the Vikings with my dad, and he like made this run. And at the end of the run, like he very clearly like ran over the guy to like get like three more extra yards or something. And my dad was like, he just runs angry. Like he, he doesn't he doesn't get knocked out of bounds. He knocks he, like he makes you tackle him and stuff. But yeah. We were yeah. talking about old jerseys. I had an old uh, 28 Adrian Peterson Vikings jersey. Had to get yeah. it. He was my boy out of college. I was my dad was like, Do you want that? And I was like, uh yeah. That's why I'm an OU fan. I had his rookie card for a while. Like it, it was it was him in the OU. It was like an OU like God That's sick. <laughs> he was and then highlight tape in college is crazy. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. There's like a just like 12 minutes of just pure wreckage. You can make like a six minute compilation of just house calls, like yeah, where he's just like 60 yard is like 50 plus yards just to the house. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, it's yeah. We've talked about almost every game, but we got to get to Monday night, and what a catastrophe that was. The Bears, Justin Fields looked very good in that game. I'll say that. Justin Fields looks like the Justin Fields that we uh, we said Justin Fields would be. So, good good on us. But, man, what is that refer- refereeing decision? Oh, man, I don't know. Also, like, the Bears have the most taunting calls against them in the league. And I'm like, that was why the Bears? Why the Bears? Well, <laughs> also, the uh, I was going to say the Steelers have the most calls benefiting them in the league, more than any other team. So – Let's let's start mm-hmm. thinking about that narrative a little bit, but that that taunting call is unreal. I don't know how, like, you can call a taunting call like thirty seconds after the taunting. Like he threw the flag yeah. when he got hit, so it can't be a taunting call. Dude, and that video of the NFL trying to how, trying to explain their innocent was so like painful to watch. Did you see that? No. Oh, it's like like the head of the operations of like the refereeing is like reviewing the like. 
Now you see, this is why we called him. He like goes into detail. Like all the comments are like, "Whoa!" Imagine a dude watching his own like group of people on the on TV trying to say they're not innocent. Shocker. <laughs> well, it's like there there was a clip where it was what uh, what's his name? Do we know his name? Cassius Marsh. Yeah, I think that's his name. So Former twelve. He, like, yeah, he <laughs> he does his like little spin kick and then stare down the other team. Literally, like. Five minutes later in the Hawks-Warriors game, Steph Curry gets an and one and just flexes and yells, like, right in Trey Young's face. <laughs> no talking. I'm like, what is going on here between these sports? A guy does yeah. a spinning kick, says nothing, and gets hip-checked by a referee and then is called for taunting. And it's celebrated when Steph Curry yells in Trey Young's face. Not very nice, I will say. Like never, I've rare, you rarely see a taunting where like the player doesn't say anything. <laughs> he was like silent. <laughs> he didn't also, Dana needs to give him a contract. That's that's that was a nice kick. Yeah. And then Big Ben when he dude he was trying to get mobile at the end of that game. Like, what are you doing running Big Ben on a speed on a read option? Like, with thirty yeah. seconds left, <laughs> what is that play call? <laughs> you gotta oh, get the big one. It's uh, yeah. I still think this the Steelers are worse than the record shows. I mm-hmm. don't, I'm not putting them in the contenders. No, no, no. Well, Najee Harris, we, though, beast. Najee Harris is good. Are we ready to say that – I might be ready to say the Bills are pretenders. So you, you don't think this Jags loss was a fluke? You think there's tough sledding to come for them? Well, listen to these wins. I'll tell you their wins. Miami, put the football team. Houston, KC. Miami, that's it. Their losses are to Jacksonville, Tennessee, and it's Packers. I don't know. That was in preseason. Well, do you know their upcoming games? Jets, Colts, Saints to end November. December, they have New England, Tampa Bay, Carolina, New England. Also, my bold prediction, New England wins the division. I don't, really? know if, I don't know if we're ready to talk about that. New England wins the AFC East. That's my prediction. I might if I could if I could bet on divisions in my my bookie, I would definitely do that. Oh, Mac Jones. I don't know. He's so gross, bro. Bro, he's Josh Allen that, is gross. Bro. Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, he's just is what gross. Bill Belichick needs. Yeah. Their defense is so good. Did like, Matthew how, like, Gidon, I knew was good. Yeah. Did you see how the Browns play the Ravens back-to-back? Did you see that? I did. I that did. is crazy it's like, to me, dude. It's like, a, it's like an NBA when they go uh, home and home. I think yeah. the Browns have, like – They have a bye in Ravens between. and then bye and then Ravens, yeah. That, that, is, say. that is so the, football guy of the NFL. The Ravens have the Steelers in between. <laughs> So the well, damn, that is some AFC. That was that AFC North grit. Yeah, that division is yeah. going to be shifted. Unless the Ravens just like, yeah. oh, we're going to win this. We're going to win all three, which is possible. The Ravens are. Oof. Lamar, they showed his stats and they're saying he's off to a better start than his MVP year. It's kind of crazy. Hey, who, uh, who's been harping since day one for the Lamar MVP train? Lamar's biggest fan, this guy. Also, we didn't, we didn't uh, – yeah, he does. We didn't start – we didn't touch on, uh, like, uh, last from the past, Colt McCoy. <laughs> like, what? We didn't touch on that game. Also, no no D-Hop, no A.J. Green. Like, what was this? Like, no no Chase Edmonds, technically. 
the the James Conner game. Literally three TDs from from James Conner. I liked him on Pittsburgh. So. Are we ready to say Kyle Shanahan, uh, fraud boy genius? I'm ready to say it. Yeah, I, I, I am. You got to get I'm, stuff cooking, or Trey I'm Lance has to get in there and start going. Because right now you can't be like this with with this squad. Dude, they can't draft. If you look at their drafts, bro, they just miss. They just consistently, just they haven't had like a good, like they just have missed like every single time. And they I could have had Deshaun. Yeah, they, they could have traded up and they could have traded for Deshaun rather than trading up for Trey Lance, who isn't Deshaun Watson. Yeah, who who you are hoping turns into the Sean Yeah. They also shouldn't have signed 40-year-old Josh Norman. I don't know what that was all about. He's been getting burnt every time I see him. It's like, why would you sign Josh Norman? But, hey. They're also in a brutal division. Yeah, the Seahawks are back. Baby, oh, baby. <laughs> oh, we got to – all right, let's talk. Also, we'll just stay on the NFL for now. Let's talk some uh, some free agency news. Cam and OBJ were signed today. Cam to the Panthers, OBJ to the Rams. What do we want to talk about? Let's talk about Cam first. What do you think? What do you think that does? Panthers are plus eight hundred to make the playoffs. Does that does that do anything for them? No. no. I saw the graphic that said they have the hardest schedule, dude, remaining. Yeah, they're scheduled. They are starting. Favors. They're starting PJ Walker, X, XFL. Uh, would have been MVP if it wasn't for COVID, but I I don't know. If anyone can do it, it's Cam. CMC stock goes through the roof now, though. He gets his buddy back, so that's good for him. Yeah. Before he gets injured for the 15th time. <laughs> not bitter. Not bitter. I'll say that. Let's put that warning out there. Not bitter about CMC always being hurt. Yeah, I don't know. I think – at best, the Panthers maybe, like, go 500 the rest of the way out. I think that's, like, mm-hmm. at best, maybe. Then Matt Rule leaves for USC. <laughs> <laughs> or LSU, yeah, one or the other. I really kind of hope it's Jeff Fisher. I think that would be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff well, that's like, that's like when the Browns uh, wanted to hire, like, uh, who was the – like, the – I can't remember her name. It was like a oh, the chick USA, who was, like the Colleen, like a Supreme like Court Rice justice. or something. Yeah, Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, it's like well, we're looking into all options. Uh, Condoleezza Rice has been thrown out there. What are we doing, Browns? This is why we're Browns. The Browns like after that though, like release a graphic where they're like, due to, due to conflicting reports, we are not pursuing her. Or something. Yeah. they're like we definitely weren't, and I was like for sure, Browns. You can't throw that out though. Like it could have been. Condoleezza Rice is the is now the uh, Troy Tro or the USC Trojans head coach. I'd be okay with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I mean, Chris also, would have to probably like be a little careful about his trash talk and stuff. We don't need the the, the woke agenda coming after him. Hey, can I uh, can I put a little fright into you? I got two actually things to put in the fright to you. We'll, we can sure. just transfer this into hey. our our college football talk. One, we'll talk about what's going to happen this year. Are you scared of Utah? I know Utah's frauds, but they're playing hot right now. They def- they beat that team that you lost to by fifty. Yeah. Um. No. Until they beat I, us, I, I'm not I, scared of them. I was I was gonna say I don't I didn't think you were gonna say anything else, but no. So that Plus, goes right into it. But 
in the worst case scenario, they beat us. Worst case scenario, out of the playoff. All right, see you in the Pac-12 championship. I'll go hold another Rose Bowl for a year. This, we'll just work at it next year. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, the only thing that like semi scares me is it's a road game. But then again, I don't even know if Utah fans are nice like that. Like they even get up for those kind of games. It's Utah, so like we'll see. I bet you there's a chance it's college game day, which would be kind of fun. Yeah. So is that two the two weeks from now? Not this weekend, yeah, but next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it, it could be. It very well could State be. Ohio State that weekend. Ooh. Mm, yeah, because big news at big news at. Uh, Oklahoma, Iowa State that weekend, so it oh, might be that. Yeah, but my second, my second worry for you is, what if Chris is Cristobal going to stay? Uh, I don't see him leaving for anywhere, but maybe like LSU. Uh, well, I have an option. I have a question. Uh, Manny Diaz gets fired as Miami's coach. Does Cristobal go to Miami? Uh, the reason I say no is because he was reportedly offered the job like before Manny Diaz was offered when he was at Oregon and he turned it down. So I'm going to th- think he says no for now. And then maybe like after he does all he thinks he can do at Oregon, I can see him going there. But I don't think he goes this early in his tenure at Oregon. Plus, we just gave him that contract extension for like, I think now he's making like six or seven million a year. So. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hope he holds he holds uh holds the fort because I think he also got like asked by Auburn and everything. So I mean, if you're not gonna go to Auburn and stuff, hopefully you're not gonna go to the U right now, at least. Let's uh let's transition into the games last week because we had a we had some nail biters last week. Uh, all, Alabama held off uh, LSU Alabama at home. LSU. Um, Six rushing yards, hell yeah, Saban. <laughs> well, that, that's that. That's Bill O'Brien. Purdue meet Michigan State. Purdue beat Illinois State upset Minnesota. Tim. Yeah. Uh, UNC upset Wake Forest. Purdue game. That's lit. Yeah. They've rushed the field twice this year now. <laughs> yeah, I know. At this point, it's an expectation. You can't rush the field now. Sucks for playing at Ohio State, or else I would have took them out right at home against against them. They can play spoiler. They've already done it once at Ohio State. True. That'd be so funny if they beat three top five teams this year. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I think they have a share of the Big Ten West right now. Let's let's talk about rankings, because I think we can talk a little bit about this, and then we'll we'll touch on it more importantly later, but what what is going on with these rankings? I don't know how you can count head to head in some cases, but not count head to head in other cases. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense to you, me because you need to you need to expand the committee. Like they're like at this point, it's too like something is wrong with it. Like it's biased or something because like I, there's no I don't know like it's Michigan is ahead of Michigan State. Like that makes no sense. Like, Zero they sense. Played, they played head to head. Two weeks ago, ten days, ago, eleven <laughs> days ago, they played head to head against each other. Like when when it came out, they was eleven days before they beat them, and they're like, no, not ranked high enough. Like what it comes down to me, what it, what I what I understand of this one, winning the games don't matter. Winning the games do not matter. Like if you ha- are perfect, that does not matter. What matters is your recruiting ranking. And what conference you play in. 
That's what matters. That's why Bama and Georgia are one and two, because they have the best recruiting rankings and they play in the SEC. Oregon's up there because they have the best non-conference win on any team, which is at Ohio State. They lost to Stanford. Stott, I know I know you lost to Stanford, and I know you don't want to hear it, but that's a bad loss. You can't be number three in the nation if you lose to Stanford. I'm sorry. O- Ohio State, number four, they have, like, the, the third best recruiting ranking, second best recruiting rankings in this last class. That's why they're there. And they're going to probably win out and be in it, so I'm not really mad about that. But you can't rank Cincinnati who's undefeated, done everything you can ask of them. They went to yeah, Notre Dame and beat Notre Dame, a top 10 team in the nation. They are, yeah. Notre Dame and they're sitting fifth, at nine and they're five. to Cincinnati. Like, who's Ohio State's big win? No one. Yeah. No one. Penn no State, one maybe, up, up. I guess. Penn State, who's, who's – I don't fraud. think they're ranked, though. So oh, they're, Penn State. They're, like – Maybe 25 not, or 24. They're not in the – College, they're not in the playoff rankings. So they haven't yeah. really beat a team in the top 25 of the college football playoff rankings. And Cincinnati's undefeated, hasn't lost a game in his fifth after beating a top 10 team. That's bananas to me. Um, like, obviously, Michigan State being below Michigan, who I'll ask you this, who is Michigan beat? You can say Wisconsin. They lost to, they lost to Michigan State. They shouldn't be above them. Um, like, oh, their yeah, best win outside of Wisconsin, who I, I think Wisconsin is very good. They beat Nebraska by three at home. Like, we're shaming Oklahoma for winning by, like, eight against Nebraska at home. And both you go – you can look at the Ohio State this week, Ohio State game this weekend. That was far too close. Like, very easily could have gone the other way. Michigan and and Nebraska, you already know what happened. That was a one-possession game the whole time. And then you look at the Oklahoma game. Oklahoma had pretty, pretty clear advantages the whole first half. Second half, Oklahoma does what they do and give up the lead. But I don't understand how you can rank a team that's undefeated, not in the top four, especially if you're in Cincinnati's case where they have a top quality win and haven't lost. So I just don't – the rankings are, are killing me right now. It's giving me a headache. Yeah, and it makes no sense. And the way it's setting up for Oklahoma is – Oklahoma, they're let, the reason why Baylor only dropped one spot is because they play OU this weekend. And they're yeah, that was start, interesting. Now it's about to start the all right, OU. If you win, you gotta you gotta beat these top 25 teams. Because I guarantee, I guarantee Iowa State will win this weekend against Texas Tech and then jump into the top 25. So it'll be OU, Iowa State, another top 25 matchup. OU will win it. And then you have Bedlam the last week of the, the last game of the year, which will be a top 10 matchup. Game day will be there. And when Oklahoma wins out. We'll play Oklahoma State again in the championship game. We'll probably beat them, and we'll probably be a one or two seed. If Georgia wins out, they'll be the one seed. If Georgia loses, I think OU will be the one seed. That'll be interesting. Right now you have the 83rd ranked strength of schedule, and your opponent's combined record is 31 and 51. Yeah, but we also haven't played the three best teams in our conference yet. Yeah, I think it's – yeah, you got to start – yeah, they got to win those games because right now your resume is – dirt and i'm fine with that but you also shouldn't penalize a team for for winning true but i mean we knew this was the committee we knew they go they want the teams they, i think it's clear we know the committee doesn't care about losses no the committee cares which about is bananas wins. because they the last couple of years 
they've cared super badly they about have, losses. Yeah, that's like the, if you yeah, lose, you are you are you have an uphill battle. Now it's if you lose, it's like well, it's okay. Like you beat this team in non-com. It's like, yeah, but they lost to a terrible team. Like like OU would OU would go win all their non-conference games, lose to K State, and it's like well you're ranked twelfth now. Like what? Okay, we have to work our way back into the and win out. And it's just weird. It's weird how because. I mean, it's biased, obviously, as an OU fan. But I look at it as past years where it's been, all right, you lose, then it's like you have to win out and have everything else fall in your way to even have a chance. Mm-hmm. Now it's like yeah. we could win out. And, like, right now we're, we've won out, and we still need stuff to happen ahead of us. Yeah, if they – like, in years past, they would have Georgia 1, probably OU 2, and then Cincinnati 3. And then it'd be all about the fourth spot of who's going to stay. Like, and it doesn't, so, I, I just don't understand what changed. Like, you have to tell us what you're emphasizing now. Because it can't be yeah, head to head. Like, it can't be like, I don't, because I, I just generally do not know what's being emphasized. I know the college football committee like changes year to year, it's like changed. So, yeah, they, they added five new members this year. Yeah, I mean, since he's not going to make the playoff, even if they finish undefeated. Right now, they wouldn't. No, they need help. They don't have any ranked schedule. Like, committee screwed them, too. None of their opponents got yeah, ranked. Yeah, like, it's like, hey, play ranked teams. Uh, it's like, hey, rank the teams we've played. Yeah. Like, we're playing these, like, seven and two teams, and you're not ranking them, but you're ranking, like, Minnesota and, like, uh, all these trash teams that are, like, that were ranked in the first poll because they're in the big conference. Like, I'm sorry, SMU is better than Minnesota. Like, SMU, like, is 7-2, and two, and sure, they lost last week, but Minnesota lost to Illinois. And Illinois yeah, is Minnesota's bad. Yeah, and they had they them ranked. They lost to Bowling Green. Exactly, they had them <laughs> ranked. They had them ranked. That was a money-in-the-bag game. You like, guys, uh, Minnesota paid Bowling Green 1.2 mil to come and beat them. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> I think I think Minnesota is so bad. I think I favored Mizzou over them. Like, I, that, like that that should tell you. Like, they're they're terrible. I mean, they're just. I'm looking at this ranking right now, and UTSA needs to be higher. Well, yeah, RJ Young wants them like third in the nation. Come on, listen to the man. Well, that's that's just like on. That's just being a meme. But he. I just like, love reading those comments, man. Dude, they hate him. They don't understand it. Like, they're just like, how can he have it? And it's like, well, he ranks if you're undefeated. They're just like, how does RJ have a job? (laughs) It's like, you have to create parity. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how. I just don't know how Iowa's rated. We've discovered Iowa's fraud, right? Yeah, Iowa's so fraud. super fake. Like, it's just, they got shellacked. Who'd they get shellacked by? Wisconsin last week? Shellacked. It was like 27-0 at one point. Yeah. I had Iowa outright in my dog's parlay. I'm like, well, this is dead. So dead. <laughs> What's the score? Ooh, we need a live looking at this UNC game. We're about to have to make another party, though. Yeah. Or Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, like Shailene Woodley, just absolutely flamed a civilian for no reason. That was bananas. Absolutely. I'm just imagining bananas. that dude being like, oh my gosh. group chat. 
No, but like, I mean, they're like, they're like, yeah, uh, Aaron, my, my, my fiance or boyfriend or whatever, Aaron has way bigger feet than this. And everyone knows, everyone on the planet knows that Aaron Rodgers has super hairy hands. And this guy has no hair on his hands. Also, his car's a piece of shit. Like, yeah, Aaron would never drive that type of, type of car. Sorry, no offense, dude. <laughs> I was like, I was like, holy shit. Imagine being the guy you're like on the high, you're like, yeah. People think I'm Aaron Rodgers, and then the, she's like, "No, this dude is not Aaron Rodgers at all." Like, look at look. Let me just degrade this person. <laughs> like, well, that, that's a straight bull. That is so much. And his yeah, girlfriend I, sucks too. Like she, yeah, that's just like that made me hate her. Like that's she said just so she's extra. never. She said she's never seen a football game before. <laughs> And I'm just like, that's not true. That's not possible. Like, you can, you cannot have never seen a football game ever played. Yeah, I don't think any of us hate Aaron Rodgers more than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So, oh, first of all, that was hilarious. Oh, why, Aaron? We like. Well, the best is like, Aaron Rodgers was worried about uh, infertility when, and then he's like, COVID actually uh, makes you more infertile than the vaccine, and then it's like. And COVID is what he has. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kareem, get, get his ass. That was like, Kareem Abdul was out there marching with MLK. And he's like, I cannot believe Aaron Rodgers just quoted my boy MLK about masks. He's like, this is, we need to not like invoke MLK's name about masks and like this kind of stuff. Like we need to you say about, for like actual real stuff. Not this. Did you hear about shit. Kareem's son? No. He's going to prison for six months for stabbing his neighbor. Over a trash dispute. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is was that in the article? I didn't read that in the article. <laughs> I just literally refreshed my Instagram today and my account, sports account falls breaking news. Kareem Abdul Jabbar's son, six months in prison for stabbing neighbor. I'll read it what they said. Yeah. Yeah. He had a dispute with his uh, Southern California neighbor over trash cans and stabbed him with a hunting knife. I only could imagine what, like, what led to that. Like, what, what, how big of the trash dispute could it have been to stab your neighbor over, over a trash dispute? He also looks like Kareem when Kareem was on, like, the box, when he had, like, the fro and everything, like his son. <laughs> Adam Abdul-Jabbar. Adam? Yeah. Could have been better than Adam. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the Abdul Jabbar's. Let's talk some UFC. I mean, we didn't really get to touch on much of the two o or two eighty seven or wait, what are we on? Two sixty eight. Two sixty eight and two sixty seven. We haven't talked about that. I mean, Hamzad had a unreal performance. We talked about that a little bit. Glover mm-hmm. Teixeira, we we Glover Teixeira is your new light heavyweight champion. <laughs> Which I would have counted him out. Like, it was like, yeah, thanks for showing up, and he just came out and, and put the pressure on. What happened? What happened to Jan? Yeah, I don't know. He couldn't stop a freaking takedown, and then when he was on the ground, Wilbur just was. Yeah, I don't know. It was killed not- everyone's parlay, dude. Every single person's parlay that ever bet on that event just died on that fight. Yeah, it was a killer. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, on that two on that card as well, we had 
Corey Sterling and Peter Yan, which was, was probably the best fight, on fight. The, the best fight of mm-hmm. that main card. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of tech, very technically sound fight. Mm-hmm. Also, just beautiful fight to watch. You had both both people throwing flying knees. You had elbows. You had spinning back kicks yeah. to the body. It was crazy. Like honestly, yeah, Jan's a monster, dude. Jan's like he, we've he been saying be it. Like he's a, the boogie. Yeah, I think he's a top five. I think he's a top five pound for pound fighter right now. Like, he, and I, I think I think he could genuinely be number one. Like he is that good. He's the boogeyman. He is. Dude, like you are like that first round, it was literally just him like downloading what Corey Sandhagen was doing. And then just from a sec from on that point, he just was getting better and better and better. And they just kept oh, he was it's so he's so good. Yeah, I mean you had also Islam on that card. Islam just literally destroyed Hooker. Hooker. Yeah. Just utter domination came in. Submitted him within the first like four, three or four minutes. Yeah. Light work. Called for his title shot. We'll have to discuss that later mm-hmm. on. Um, we can go to the next card. We had obviously the the three big fights were Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler. You had Rose Namunas, Young Wei Lee, and you had Kamara Usman, Colby Covington. We'll start with the one that started off the night. Actually, let's start in some of the prelims because we had Alex Blair put on a the- show. Put on an absolute he, – he got taken down the whole first round, comes out first 15 seconds of the second round, flying knee night-night. Yeah. Like, it was a, yeah. That was great. Um, I had Pereira by knockout in that fight. Live bet it. So, that was good. Um, what else? Had Ian Gary. Ian Gary on the first – on the main car or on the uh, prelims. Early prelims. Had a yeah. night knockout uh, – Last second buzzer beater, just step back, mm-hmm. hit him with the right hand, nice on the chin, sent him to the shadow realm. And he very well spoken. Uh, he said, like Conor McGregor, we're not here to take part, we're here to take over, which is a great line. I love that line. But Tim, mm-hmm. we talked about it. We have we have nice McGregor and Ian Gary, and we have evil Khabib, Khabib and Hamzat Hamzat Jamayev. We're we're in a yeah. weird timeline right now. And then my boy Shavkat or Shavkat Ragmada just chilling there with his deer. Yeah, I don't know with who that guy. Animal is. skins on. He's like an undefeated. He's super good. Does he have a fight coming up? Is he scheduled uh, for anything? Let me look him up actually right now. Stop. What did you think of? Did you watch any of the UFC? Yeah, I love the Chris Barnett. That's my new favorite fighter. Spinning back, uh, back, whatever it was. Oh yeah, dude! Right to the head, just. <laughs> Front flip. <laughs> His dance before getting in the ring gets me so lit. I almost watched that once a morning, man. We have a new Chonk King in the UFC. We, we have do, a new dude. Chonk King. We do, man. That was lit. I like that guy. Also, poor Frankie. Just poor Frankie, man. Oh, yeah. That was on the main card. Frankie just got whew. That photo is so brutal. Bro. One of the worst photos of all time. Might be might be what we used to uh <laughs> Might be what we use as the profile pick for for today's episode, but man, <laughs> Frankie didn't deserve that. He, he didn't. didn't. Cheeto Vera did not. not need to bully him like that. Did you guys already talk about Gaethje Chandler? No, well, I was gonna wait. Well, we can. Well, what do you got on your guy before we get into that? He's only had like three fights in the UFC, so he's working his way up. But he he beat Alex Oliveira, if you know who that is, who's like a gatekeeper at one seventy. 
He's he's Charles's brother, right? I don't know if they're related. I mean, they might be. I don't know, but he's a little behind the other two. But yeah, and I think he's having a hard time finding fights because people don't want to fight him because he he has one fight. He has one win by KO and the other win by submission. So it's like there you go. Yeah. So uh, we can jump to that Chandler Gaethje fight. That was. I mean, just CTE glory. Pure violence. Pure <laughs> violence is what we call that. I yeah. mean, yeah, Chandler, Chandler, Chandler just takes them, man. <laughs> I mean, my God, dude. That last Chandler, round was so takes them. Well, both, oh, yeah, they yeah. Both. It was great. Gaethje in the first round, just like, he was just like standing there with his hands down, and Chandler like just kept hitting him with like an overhand right. And I was like, dude. <laughs> that was, I think Chandler kind of punched himself out mm-hmm. a little bit. Like he had, yeah. he landed like forty nine strikes the first round, and mm-hmm. then you can tell his production went down significantly after that. Mm-hmm. But he won me over that fight. Like Definitely. the motto of the motto of him in the UFC being "I'm here for a good time, not a long time," is a great motto. And at least it's not as cliche and boring as like all of the things that he's normally saying about how he's trying to shed his demons and pull himself up by his bootstraps and <laughs> shit like that. I mean, Michael Chandler, if you want to ever come on the podcast, you're always welcome. Like, this is a Mizzou-based podcast, so mm-hmm. you're Does always out there. Does he fight McGregor now in 2022? I don't hate I, – Tim and I talked about it. This send, It sends him to the to the retirement home. That puts, yeah, no, that puts if, McGregor if, in the retirement home if, if, McGregor if that happens. If McGregor eats one of those overhands, <laughs> Okay, wait. Yeah. Now, hear me out on this lengthy tra- trajectory here. So – in December, we get Poirier Oliveira. Say Poirier wins. Do we get, and then we get Chandler McGregor. Does Poirier and Gagey fight, and the winner of that fights the winner of Chandler McGregor? You're forgetting about Islam. Islam's in there yeah. somewhere. Uh, Islam, yeah. Islam's going to be there. But yeah. if, that'd if be entertaining like, if that's how those guys all circle around each other like that. That'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah, the lightweight division is just so stacked right now. I mean, there's also a reality where Max Holloway wins, wins, wins and comes up and just yeah, Max Holloway can just yeah. jump into it. <laughs> yeah, he Dude, really I was going wants, back. He I was going back and watching watching him and his uh like pre-fight between him and uh Moss, not Moss, uh, Khabib, and he looked heavy. Yeah, like he's a, Holloway he looked takes, heavy back then. I think if he takes time and like puts on muscle for it, because I think he the issue that he had when he fought Poirier the second time is that you could clearly tell there was like a power difference mm-hmm. between the two. Like Poirier's shots, you could just clearly see hurt a lot more. But so I think if Max like takes time and puts on like muscle and tries to get a little bigger and then goes up, I think it might be that. That would be, and you could make like some crazy matchups. Like imagine him and Gaethje. Like it'd just be crazy. Like it'd be unreal. Well, like the thing, the thing that I mean, I sent, I, I sent Tim this today. I'll, I'll read it off for, for those listening. But there's like there is a a, a play that can be made where, uh, Holloway has a chance to be double champ of the of both divisions. My phone's not working. Hold on, but it's I I grab it. Um, so Holloway comes in and beats Rodriguez, 
moves up to lightweight, first fight versus Dan Hooker. He beats Dan Hooker. Like, he dominates Dan Hooker, definitely, in that fight. Yeah. If Charles loses to Dustin, we book Holloway versus Oliveira, too. If Dustin loses to uh, Oliveira, we book we book Max versus Chandler. Charles uh, – or Max pieces up both of them. Then after that, you, you have two wins in the division. Arguably, that's a title shot. You win the title shot, then you get the bulk trilogy double champ on the line. I don't think you yeah. – I mean, that'd be crazy. If, if it happens, it probably wouldn't be until like 2025, but I'm here for it. <laughs> well, Holloway's yeah, like cool. still young. Yeah, he's, only he's turning 30, right? Yeah. Which is like entering your like prime prime years. Yeah, you're 28 to like 32 or so. It's like your prime. So he's kind of been in it. But you see John Jones. He takes there? a lot of damage, though. Yeah. He eats a lot of punches. So. Well, but let's let's continue on the card. Uh, the co-main event we had Rose Namajunas, Jung Wei Lee. Our, I would say fight of the night, but we had the other two big fights were also just as good as that. Uh, Rose Namajunas came away with the victory. I think split decision. Was mm-hmm. it split decision? Yeah. I had Rose winning, so I'm not mad about it. Um, she kind of dominated. She kind of took what Wei Lee was gonna do where it was like, hey, she's stronger than you and she's probably going to take you down. And Rose, the last two rounds at least, took her down and just kept her down. Like, there was there was a lot of talk about Wei Lee in the clinch because of this Henry Cejudo training camp and how, how good she was going to be in that. But we – I mean, we really didn't see it. I, Tim, what do you think about it? I thought Wei Lee won. I thought she clearly won the first three Really? Rounds. I think I think it, I, I agree with you that Rose took her down, definitely won the last two. But if you're gonna I think it's one of those fights where if you score it, if you look at it as a whole, the fight as a whole, you you give it the rose. But if you look at it like go round by round, I think you because I think she won the first three rounds. And I think it comes mm. down to the second. And I think like it's just I don't know. I think I, I agree with you that she once Rose made the adjustment, it was like game over, and she clearly won the last two. But I just think she she just lost the first three. I don't know. I thought she won round two. I'll say that round two is like the decide, and I haven't rewatched it yet, so I can't. And I probably yeah, so I haven't rewatched it, so I can't. But round two was the deciding one. Wow. Yeah, it was the deciding one for uh, – well, one of the judges gave Rose – had Rose for the one, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I saw they had Whaley won every – or Rose won every round besides round one. Yeah. Never betting no. against Rose again. That was so stupid. I, I, I can't I believe you did it. Why would you <laughs> – I don't know. Why would you bet against Rose? I don't, dude, I, I have like no reason. I have no explanation for that bet. I have no idea, dude. You tried to be smarter than everyone. That was your thing. You're like, I'm going to outsmart everyone. Everyone's an idiot but me. Yeah. And I was like, well, that sucks. Cause I was like, well, I don't know why I did that. Cause I was rooting for Rose. Like, I wanted her to win. And then I was like, ah, money, money. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking, dude. So, I mean, it was like, whatever. I was, I texted Tim this, but I think Rose is about to go on an absolute tear. Yeah. 
Is she gonna? Isn't she gonna fight that? Uh, was it? What's her name? Esparza or Esparza? Yeah. Esparza. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. She should should beat her, and then from there, probably. What they should do is they should have Joanna rematch Whaley for the number one contender again. Because I, I mean, I don't know. You, I think I wouldn't be against watching Whaley Rose if Whaley beats. Joanna again the trilogy yeah and I mean I mean both the second fight was all right it was close at, at a minimum so I don't know and I mean there's not a whole lot of I mean I guess they have a few people coming up but like I don't know yeah I mean I think Rose has a lap to do first though she got a couple yeah, people she has, she's beat, got a... she has to beat Carla and then who she fight after that Hold on. I was listening to the pod or the after show when they talked about it. Let me go to the UFC rank. Um, Are we going to have our annual John Jones statement after this? Yeah, we'll obviously have to talk to John Jones. His tweet we'll today, he's got John me Jones. buzzing. So, yeah. What was his tweet today? Well, we'll talk about it. We got to talk about the segment, Tim. I can't give you any teasers. You got to wait. You got to wait. Um, what about, um, so you got Esparza. What about Rodriguez? Yeah. She so you got those two. Dern, so she probably has, yeah. Yeah, Joanna's not in, even in the rankings, I just noticed. Yeah, I was looking at that too. Um, I mean, if Mackenzie Dern wins a fight, she can be in there. Macy Barber yeah. would kick her ass, man. Macy Barber's <laughs> up a weight class. Well, either way, she's Bay. So, <laughs> like, what is where does Andrade fit into this? That's the thing. Like, isn't Andrade up a weight class too? Yeah, but she's fluctuated between st- straw and fly. I, that's true. I like, don't know. I thought some. I thought I saw something saying that she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. She's put on like too much weight to go to back, go back down, down. down. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's get into this this main this main fight. We had Kamara Usman, Colby Cummington. And after the first two rounds, I thought, okay, this is it. We're gonna get the uh Usman third round KO, like I said. And Covington is just a, a tough son of a gun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's really that's... he's really good. He's one of the best. There's a reason why what's, he's number uh, one contender. What's your guys' take on the whole did he or did he not take down Usman? Oh, that was a takedown. That was a takedown to you? He got yeah, yeah. Two knees I think if you look at like the MMA rule, technically it says that you have to have like damage for a takedown to count, but that was a takedown. Like okay, I like thought he it had was Kamara on his hands and knees. Like I don't see I literally like, yeah. yeah. I was I was in the room with Berg and Cade and I was like, Oh, there goes his perfect takedown. And John Anik was like, They don't they did not count that as a takedown and DC like almost and DC lost. DC got it. so mad. He's so angry. <laughs> They talked about that on DC and RC this week when they had Usman on. They're like, that was I a saw that. I right? saw the clips, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But yeah, I mean, Colby's like, he's got it. Like, he's got to be the best behind Usman in that division. Yeah. I, I, like I want to see, see him up against some other guys. I mean, there are other – Like Burns players. or something or what? I think him versus No, he already Burns. beat Burns. No, he didn't. Usman? No. No, Covington. Oh, I, oh, I thought you meant – all right, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know what 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 happens next for Burns. We might. I think we get if Edwards doesn't fight, we would be even Edwards. Me off, dude. But then the way I see it setting up is we get Colby and Jorge, Burns, Vincent Luque, Leon Edwards, Usman. Burns and Vincent Luque, like, are best friends. I don't think they're going to – they both said they won't fight each other. I think one of those two is going to fight Hamza, unless he fights Leon Edwards. That's the fight that needs to be made. I mean, we really didn't talk about the Usman fight, but that's the fight that needs to be made is Leon Edwards, Hamza Chemaev for the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Talk about the boogeyman. Yeah. I'm such a Maya. We'll see, we'll is see how he does the against man. the top five now. That'll be fun. Dude, he He's they good. said that about ranked people. They're like, we'll see how he does against ranked people. And he just grabbed him, carried him over to Dana and, and threw him on the ground. Yeah, but like Gene, whatever his name is, is like, you're supposed to do that to that guy. Like that, that's like the if he does that to like this Burns, is like the college football playoff rankings. You can't fault people for doing what they're supposed to do. If, you can't fault Hamza Chimaev for, for taking him and slamming him on his head and not getting hit. I think it. Burns is a tough matchup for Hamza. Because Burns he is like him. a – He rinses no, him. Burns is like a he's, a – he's like a world champion jiu-jitsu and grappler. Like top level, black belt. Like he's like top of the line on the ground. And then he has power and good stand-up. So I think that's an interesting matchup. Hamza burns him. No. No I, pun I intended. He <laughs> smashed. He just smashed. That's what he does. He I, just I think smashed. It's a good fight. I mean, he might win, but he smashed. I think Kamara will Well, you look at you look at Dilbert Burns, and you see he's he's he was originally what was he one fifty five and moved up. Well, yeah, but now he's a true one seventy now. He's huge. Yeah, but Hamzat's like you watch him in embedded, bro. When he were he's massive. Hamzat's like one eighty-five. I'm gonna look up Gilbert Burns is walking around with. Hamzat smash. That's all I'm gonna say. He he will come out and just absolutely smash. Yeah, and then you have Niganu just avoiding Gane. He's like, don't know you, don't care to know you. <laughs> that, Good. That's that what is... I want to see. I want to see that. Like I want, bro. I'm I so sad, to, dude. <laughs> I want Niganu to go full heel mode and just be like, you know what? I hit like a Ford Escort. I'm gonna act like I hit like a Ford Escort. I don't care about any of these people. I like have you have this. He is like a douche. Like if, you, if you if you hear people talk, some people say he's like a dick, but I don't know. You <laughs> you're the baddest man on the Francis, planet. In case you, <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna be walking up in class and uppercut from Francis and Ghana. You're gonna turn a corner and Francis and Ghana is gonna be right there with a right overhand. And then I'll I'll be like, whoa. This is where I die. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what I want out of the baddest man on the planet, you know? Yeah. I, I want him, I to, be want him to be a dick. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. that. Like, I want him to be a dick. That's what is he's the baddest dude on the John planet. That's back, man. <laughs> well, we have, like, we have, like, I saw, like, a, a, a grid today, and it was, like, before people in the UFC, and it was, like, good guy, which was – Wonder Boy, and then you had bad guy acting like good guy John Jones, and you had good guy acting like bad guy Colvin Covington, and then you just said bad guy Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is the plane that we live on. You can you fit somewhere in these four categories. 
I'm like, that's fair. I yeah, I could see that. Jones said he's a few months away today. Can't wait to see who wins this. From fight getting in his ass kicked again. Yeah, getting decapitated. Yeah, so, yeah. Top reply is some Khabib account saying, what, a few months away from trial? (laughs) 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 I mean, who's he going to fight? I have no idea, dude. I don't even know if he's ever going to fight again. I don't even like, I don't even want to like get my energy up for him because he just disappoints me these days. Well, one guy who I've been, who I thought about the other day, who I haven't thought about a, a lot in the heavyweight division. What's Stipe doing? Stipe yeah, just no. They should. They should do Stipe and John. Like it makes too much sense not. To. And give and give Stipe his payday. Like give him a, a shit ton of money yeah. for this. Yeah. And by a shit ton of money, they're gonna give him like seven hundred fifty k. There you go, Stipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Dana. Oh yeah, there was a guy on the on the prelims that that made seven hundred fifty k. Bullshit. Yeah, name him. I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't exist. <laughs> he's not. He's never been a world champion. Made 750k and he's on the prelims. <laughs> just like uh, blatant yeah, yeah, yeah. lie. Just a blatant blatant lie. <laughs> like you, we Google that stuff. <laughs> we saw what what the guys on the main card made for this last fight. Like Chandler made like less than 200k for this fight. Yeah, that and was he is a champion. To me. He what's his name? Dana had more money on Canelo than he was than he had like for paying than he was paying fighters. Like, yeah, he, he had, had more he, money on Canelo. He had like barely more money being paid to Zhang Wei Li than than Canelo. Yeah, so of course he's gonna watch that fight when, during the UFC. Like, like he's just a, so bad. <laughs> I mean, when when UFC athletes make like thirteen percent of the revenue, when other sports are giving their players like fifty percent of the revenue, it's quite yeah. easy to see. It's literally a monopoly. This is kind of a blatant breaking of the Sherman antitrust law, where it's like, hey, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. And it's like, well, there is no really competition up to this standard right now. Like, you want to go to Bellator? It's like exactly. It's like Bellator. you can't you can't go to Bellator <laughs> because it's like it's clearly clearly below the UFC. And it's like you should be paying your athletes more, but but you're not because you can get away with it. Oh, Connor just tweeted at Jorge. Oh, read it live, Woj, Woj. It's also Jorge Masvidal's birthday, but he a bitch for bottling the fight against Leon. Fuck your injury. You signed a fight. You fight. Strip that belt from you that he never he never even won. Ho is a house coat. The fuck was that about as well? Last season's Versace house coat. Ha ha ha. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that Tim, we've been curving on that money fight. That's the money yeah, fight. Let's go. That's the fight I want to see from McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> Brutally KO'd. Brutally KO'd. To the shadow realm. Did you oh, did you see his last tweet four minutes ago? It's a list of the yeah. best boxers, best yeah, boxers in the see UFC. Outbox, like three of them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, his quote. So it's Jan Holloway, McGregor, Aldo, Diaz, the best boxers in the UFC. McGregor said, I outboxed three of the guys on the list. There's no one even remotely close to my boxing in the UFC. Even Dustin got – even Dustin only got shots off post the leg damage. Everyone else <laughs> has been punked, punked around me. And we're going off boxing. Jan is good, though. I like his style. I'd rip him to a shell, though. 
What is it? What do you, he's off the bean right now, right? He's got to be off the proper trails. <laughs> Dude, he fought 20 year old Max Holloway. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing, yeah. But yeah, he, I mean, he, he must, he's on something. That, that yeah. word tweet's hilarious. I'm, I retweeted it. Ho in a house coat is such a fire line. Like, I don't well, know how it's he comes true. up. With it's it. so true, though, because at, at the Cowboy, fight he like showed up in the same Versace coat yeah. that like McGregor wore during the Mayweather tour. So but yeah dude he I, I would love to see that fight. Like yeah that's the mean, money fight. You want to fight Jorge go ahead. That breaks that breaks the, the, the pay-per-view record. I I don't know about now but it would have if you would have done that instead of Fourier if they would have I think it that, does now. If you go, if you say, paper, hey, first fight back. The record you, is Khabib McGregor. Yeah, but. That, that was like 2.5 mil. I know, but these these personalities are arguably bigger now. Ronda Rousey oh top 10. Oh, gross. Ronda. I, go back to filming Entourage. She got destroyed. She's. Never forget when. When. Uh, Joe Rogan said that Ronda was like the greatest women's fighter of all time. Yeah. He, he like believed in Ronda Rousey as if it was a cult. That's how much he believed in Ronda Rousey. Yeah. He said he could beat uh, Floyd Mayweather. Boxing yeah. Fight. She was like, he was like, yeah, he, she could beat some of the, like the guys in her weight class. I'm like, Joe. Joe. Yeah, now now when you look back on that, it's like no Joe. Like it's like no. No Joe. <laughs> well, this is this is like a Lomar tweeted out, I think it was Henry Cejudo at 125 or Amanda Nunez at 145. Who you got? <laughs> Which I think is one of the funniest hypotheticals of all time. You just have a, a 20 pound heavier. Amanda Nunez first Henry Cejudo. Who you got? <laughs> Are you going yeah. with the Linus? You're going with the Linus, Tim, obviously. What? You're going with the Linus in that fight, Amanda Nunez. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> You're probably going to take the man in that fight. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's, I'll, I'll, that's a, that's a, we'll wait, we'll wait and see. We'll think? wait till the line comes out. We'll yeah. see what the line is. We bet the numbers. Not the we bet the here. numbers. We don't bet the people. Oh, I have my parlay for this weekend, by the way. UFC parlay. Oh, yes. Um, let me go to my app. But I know it's Kennedy. We're taking Kennedy. Uh, I, I can't pronounce his last name. But what's his nickname, Tim? The African Savage? Yes. We're taking him. I have Thiago Moses, money line. I have the under four and a half rounds in Rodriguez Holloway. I think Holloway starches him. I think Holloway gets back on his group. And then we have some random Bellator fighter, Valerie Loreda. I just looked her up on Google Images and she was pretty attractive and she's minus 425 so i let it ride we let it ride that's tomorrow night we let her ride Bonk. hold on hold on let me let me look her up 
I'll show you a home. Tim, is that the Holloway fight in Las Vegas? Uh, this yeah. This is her. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Start thoughts. Oh, yeah. We got to take her this weekend. Yeah. She's, she's in the parlay. She, she doesn't even look like a, she, she looks like a cheerleader. I like it. Yeah, we're taking her. We we uh, got her tomorrow yeah. night in Bellator. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Stott, I'll send you the parlay. Don't worry. We ride, ride, ride. Yeah, she she will be included in more just my parlay. <laughs> that, fight's, <laughs> that fight's tomorrow night, though. So we got to get Wait, ready for that. She's Make on, she, she's on she Bellator. Bell- oh, okay. She's not in the UFC yet or mm-hmm. not in it or going to be in it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I was going to bet Cyborg because Cyborg fights on Bellator as well, but I couldn't find that. On my book, Cyborg's probably too big of a favorite. Yeah, she probably. Yeah. Well, I was like, I couldn't find the uh, the last chick either at 145. Who just fought the blonde chick, Tim? Kayla Harrison. Kayla Harrison. Yeah, I couldn't even find that on the on my thing because she was like minus three thousand. Yeah. She fights at 155. Actually, she didn't fight at 145. Oh yeah, I do remember that because the big thing is she'd have to. She'd go to 145 uh, more, to fight. Yeah, the fight. Nunez. Cyborg has said she'll move up to 155 to fight her, though. So there's some talk that she might just go to Bellator because she's a free agent right now, I'm pretty sure. I'm pissed that uh, the quote lost in her last uh, – Oh, Clarissa Shields? Yeah, I had money on her. I mean, I mean, at least she's she's overdoing in an MMA, which is good. She's trying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's only, she's it's putting only her neck her out there. Fight. It's only her yeah. second fight. She'll be fine. Yo, I, yeah. uh, I want to go to a new camp, though. Get out of Jackson Wink is uh, not – with John gone, they have like, no one else in that gym except Holly Holm. Do we got any – Tim, you want to make any predictions for this weekend? You're you're the Holloway guy. So what 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 yeah, happened in that Holloway, fight? Holloway, um, I think it's probably actually fairly competitive for the first round or two because I think Rodriguez kind of knows that he has to get him out of there or he has to try. Good mm-hmm. luck. Um, but then I think Rodriguez gassed out in like a three round fight and um, allegedly had a bad bout with COVID and everything. So. I could just see – I think Max breaks him down probably fourth. Yeah, like a fourth round TKO maybe. You think maybe he just top, he chops the tree? Yeah, I think he just – because he doesn't have like one punch power. I mean, he kind of does, but it, it's like accumulation. Yeah, it's like – Well, it's like he says he wants the ref will have to just step in. in this fight. Yeah. So – Like it's like, like he's going he to – You're going to leave Rodriguez in, in, in pain. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, he just – and. Like if he gets in a flow, dude. Like once once he's in his groove, it's like he's tough to stop. So, mm-hmm. and there are some other interesting fights. Uh, Sung Young Dun versus Julia or Julio Arce. I think is that's going to be a good one. Young Dong is good, uh, and then Chaos Williams is on here. And he he has some crazy KOs, so might do that. Yeah, I'm excited um, for this. This this will definitely be on the uh, the old laptop as I'm watching college football on Saturday because it's it's during the day. It's not a night. Yeah, it's a midday either. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. midday. 
Mm-hmm. Throw you you had Thiago San or Moses in your parlay, right? Or Mo- yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. He fought is Islam. The, is that the same one I'm thinking of? The dude who's like 35, or am I thinking of a different Thiago? Oh, that's Thiago Santos, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. keep him out of your parlay. That dude stinks. But never mind. Yeah, I got I got him because he just fought Islam and put up a pretty good fight against Islam. He like took him to the mm-hmm. fourth or fifth round. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what time of the day this is at? Like, what time do you expect all the way? Um, I think it's like if I work out till four, will I be able to watch it after work? You think? Yeah, you should be. Okay, sick. You'll be fine. Oregon doesn't start till ten o'clock at night, so I got to take a five-hour energy or something. Yeah, brutal. Jason Whitlock just told Dave Portnoy that he needs to grow up and stop dating women in the uh, on college campuses and date women in the workforce. (laughs) <laughs> Which is probably the most random thing That's, I've ever seen. Also, wait, who said that? <laughs> Jason, Jason Whitlock. You need more oh, snacks, Jason. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate yeah. Jason Whitlock, but he's right about that. So I'm, I'm in a predicament. He tweeted about it. <laughs> he goes, it's not hard to find a woman 25 to 45 willing to date a multi-millionaire media mogul. <laughs> mogul. Media mogul. 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 <laughs> I think that's a great when spot. When I see mog, end. I think mongoloid. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been the best read of all time. Oh, uh, you, you media. Well, instead of mogul, add mongoloid. Add like just <laughs> say the whole thing again, but add mongoloid to the end. Um, not hard to find women 25, 45 willing to date a multi-millionaire media mongoloid. <laughs> <laughs> multi-millionaire mongoloid. So does that mean the fact that my girlfriend is 26 when I pass your test? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're a loser. That's yeah, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend and I would have been in, in the same high school. We would have been in the same high school as her. She no, would have been a senior when we were freshmen. Uh, when we were texting about it, and people was like, I'm pretty sure she's in her 30s. I'm like, are you sure about that? I'm so, like, she graduated college in like 2019, 2018, dude. <laughs> like, damn, she looks good for 30s. <laughs> dude, we, me and Port, us and Portnoy are going after the same girls right now. Same age girls. It's kind of crazy. Way too far away. On the star, my brand. On the star, he's gone by pull away. Seventeen lost obviously, send me in the time machine at all. Guess it on so yet to see everything in front of me, everything that's meant to be. Toxication junkie, but addiction does empower me. He's dancing in my room, now I'm dancing in the the only real flex is that I made it with my passion I tell you how I did it, but I'd rather keep you asking I kinda want a girlfriend, but I cannot get distracted So I'm planning switch and felt you different Had to change the way I'm living Started getting paranoia from the ways that I've been thinking Like a boat that's always sinking But it never hit the bottom Like the days that I was drinking And we smashed empty bottles Now I'm writing us and always with the words inside my head Play the hero and the villain I'm like Superman got bad I'm just guarding for Sort of never want to see your face again. And I can't fly away. Oh, well, 
bundling with paper, hit the pen And she asked me where I've been I said knowledge of your power I can tell you where I've been I can tell you what I know I can tell you what I miss I can tell you where I go So I'm feeling like Too far away. One star.